Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You will say, you will say. Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Call. Hate the shoot. Call. The runner. It's time for Zag Shoot Talk with Jack and Zach on the Bowie Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. And the world is on fire, Rob. Dude, are, are, you, are you feeling the burn out there, or what's up? Well, I'm in Montana at the moment. Are you still? Um, no, so. Yeah. So you've, ex- you've gotten out. Still in Montana, although just looking out right now, I don't know if it's the Washington fires that are coming over here, but it's looking, it's looking dusty out there. As really? Been since I've been here, yeah. Yeah, last night was one of those weird uh, – thunderstorm deals up here yeah but today it's nothing but it's nothing but dust out there so i wonder i wonder if that's some of the smoke coming over from the west what's washington situation because i know i mean california is about to crumble into the pacific well we're it's we had golf yesterday it was nice and clear it's overcast right now i'll take the overcast if that means we don't have forest fires i'm cool with that okay no but california is no joke yeah, buddy. Um, it's the same deal again. It's the same areas that always get hit. Okay. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna just jump off on the deep end. And I, are you ready for this tax, Jack? Because I know you're about to get taxed. What tax are you talking about? You not heard about the wealthy tax? Oh, the wealthy tax. Well, fortunately, I'm probably not in the. Bracket. No, you're gonna get it, Jack. You oh, yeah. are gonna get it. What do we got? Anybody who leaves the state of California after this bill is proposed has to pay California taxes. Yeah, the, for the, the next back tax. ten years. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's unconstitutional. I mean, I don't want to get into the weeds about it. No, we don't need to get political about it. I know that, <laughs> but. I'm just saying now we're going to have like a huge push of Californians coming to Spokane. Um, yeah, I'm interested. California's they found a way to capitalize on people leaving California. <laughs> California's <laughs> finally they've, they've, I mean, good on, good on good old Gavin, good on California. They found a way to screw, take your money any way you slice it. it, it there's an exit tax. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, that's why, like California's, is that why you're in Montana? No, 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 no. I'm just up here. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just playing. I have nothing else to do. Yeah. But not <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. As yeah. far as uncle Sam's concerned, I'm still in California. Um, yeah. no, I, I've got nothing to do. I've got, uh, I work remote. My buddy's up here with also, also nothing to do. He works for the Montana state athletic department. And so, yeah, I've just been kind of watching the world burn from afar. And it's nice in Montana to watch it burn from afar, isn't it? It is. It is. And around here, I, I have to keep quiet the fact that I'm from San Francisco. So I, that's weird that you say that because I was with some buddies and they showed me, was it Helena or Bozeman? They showed me a map of everyone who's moving into the, one of those cities. And it was crazy because it was like everywhere all over the country is moving into Bozeman. I think it's Bozeman. Yeah. I'll tell you, Bozeman, I've never seen a building boom, a construction boom like I see around Bozeman. It's everywhere are houses going up or houses that are like less than two years old. The house I'm in right now is less than two years old. And it's in a neighborhood filled with houses that are like 18 months to three years old. It's crazy. Really? They're just building, 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 building. And my buddies who are up here, they're musicians out of Nashville. That's just, that sounds like a cool thing to say. My buddies who are musicians out of Nashville. <laughs> Neither here nor there. They're up here because obviously they can't, I mean, they can't play music in Nashville right now. They're up here on a six-month contract uh, to build. They have zero construction experience. They're just gophers. And they're staying in a super nice apartment, like, building with like exterior doors they're all over north um the south hill spokane like those really nice apartment complexes yeah. yep, yep. million units there's probably i don't know 300 units in this thing i think 30 percent are occupied what you know, they, they're building faster than people can move in all right well california so go move to bozeman stay out of spokane yeah i well i mean that said not to sound insensitive, thanks to all the uh, firefighters and first responders, you know, the obligatory hat tip. Who do we thank first, the medical professionals, the nurses and the doctors, or the firefighters, or the troops? Well, no, for the firefighters, I heard there's prisoners now in California fighting fires. Oh, dude, that's been the case for a long time. And you, <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, so if you... I think you have to have committed a nonviolent crime or like a relatively nonviolent crime. I don't know. I don't know. So we can give you an ax and then just walk around with an ax in the woods. Yeah. And you have to be on like super good behavior. You have to be on. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) You have to have like no check marks against your name, but yeah. Oh yeah. California has been doing that for, for a while. Yeah. You're just, you just look at that other prisoner and you're like, Oh, I'll wait until you, Hey, let's go. Uh, Let's go fight fires. Mm-hmm. And then you just Meander literally, yeah, and then you go stab them in the back with your axe. It's all a setup. That's how they do that, Jack. I, I'm surprised there's not more stories of guys escaping during, and getting lost in the wilderness because they're up in the middle of nowhere fighting these fires. Right. Yeah. But I guess if you're on those, those crews – you're not on a life sentence and your life probably isn't that bad. And you, there's probably light at the end of the tunnel for you in terms of I, your, your prison stay. Yeah. You're not, not for, getting a life sentence. Death, yeah. There's not death row guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Oh, man. Oh. I mean, it's sad to see evacuations, uh, you know. No, I I, absolutely. I can, I can imagine losing. I mean, I, and people say insurance, like insurance will cover this. It's a, that's not the same. Like, if you lost your house, and sure, you'd get a check pretty quickly. But, dude, look at – I mean, look at that picture of, of Lou and Jackson you have behind you. That's lost forever, that yeah. famed picture. Yeah, insurance can't put a money a, a dollar figure on that. You're absolutely right. I think that's honestly – I don't think I'll ever be able to get my picture like that again. I don't even have uh, it was a gift. So, yeah, no, you're there right. Are, there are fires in Washington, right? Are they just over on the west side? We had one in Airway Heights not too long ago. I don't think it was very, like, obviously it's not that serious because I'm oh not evacuating my house. But um, but I, I'm, sure, I'm sure in Central Valley, like in that area, right? Walla Walla, Walla, yeah. Walla area. I'm Googling it right now because people are probably like, there's a million fires, you D-bags. Yeah, you idiots, you insensitive. Yeah. Just talk about some basketball. A few hours ago, Governor Inslee declared a state of emergency over Washington wildfires. So there's, a, there's some stuff going on. Okay, yeah, we got it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's heating up. Heaven's on fire, for real. There's some stuff going on in the Evergreen State. Uh, let me just, this is fun radio, me looking at my phone. Looking no, you're fine, brother. It, I, I, County. Have you been getting a tan? You went floating? Did you yeah, go float? I did go float. How'd you know that? Because you said it last episode. Oh, did I? Yeah. I, I, want- I do listen, you know, Jack. Well, because I posted it on Instagram, but you're not an Instagram guy. Right. Um, I, yeah, I went floating, and uh, my back hasn't been right since. This is being 32 years old. Well, I'm sorry. Usually floating is relaxing and you should be very like like loose and Loosey-goosey. nimble after. Yeah. Uh, yeah in case, I don't know, dude. My back has not been. <laughs> what? It's not been right since. Isn't that the worst though? Like I remember playing sports and it literally take me two minutes to warm up. Yeah. And it, by you, the end. You didn't by, even have yeah. to warm up. No, you didn't. Yeah. Just give me the ball and let's go. Mm-hmm. By the end of my career, I needed a good 20 minutes, a good lather to get like going. Yeah. Awful. I remember PE teachers being like, you know the deal where you have, if you have a Tootsie Roll and it's cold and you try to bend it, it snaps, but if it's warm, it bends. You know what I'm saying? How about that? That was your example. They gave you that. And I remember thinking, why do I have to do? I'm warm. I'm a 12-year-old <laughs> kid. I'm eternally warm. I'm 12 years goddamn oh, old. It had so much energy. They'd have to tell you to stop running. And you're like, why? This is what I'm meant for. That's why I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Or like having recess as a kid and like sprinting around, sweating, and then just going back to class for three hours and not caring. <laughs> Not caring in the world. You know you don't smell. You're like, I don't smell. I'm good. <laughs> now, <laughs> and then now you're like, I need deodorant. Yeah, you're just self-conscious about it. You're like, so you're keeping your armpits closed and like trying not to get near people. Because if you walk by and you whiff. Plates underneath the good old, yeah. big old dinner plates. Uh-huh. <sighs> but anywho, college hoops, Rob, some good news. If you're, into college, games. if you're into college basketball, Gonzaga, Baylor agreed to a non-conference showdown. Details kind of up in the air. Yep. Uh, you're, they're still waiting 
on the go-ahead from the NC2A. I wonder if Baylor and, and GU agreed to make it public to put pressure on the NC2A. Because if there's – you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Like, Why not? Like, NC2A, if you want to be the bad guy, be the bad guy. But you, we, have, you know, we have games ready to go. I think – and that's going to be mid-September when the NC2A makes a ruling as to what anyone can do. I think if, if Gonzaga and Baylor have this agreement, how many backdoor talks are going on right now between college basketball programs? Oh, tons. A, a million. Tons. A million. And, and it's not just one team with another team. It's like, hey, let's, prob- let's get, you know, this so- North Carolina, Duke, and let's make a tournament. Because yeah. give, to, give credit to the NBA. They're doing it right, man. I so everyone's seen that 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 formation of putting everybody in a bubble and it works and if and I think it could work too for college basketball because they can take online class everything's online now that's what I'm saying okay listen thanks again to Andy Cohen for coming on last week but I was kind of kidding when I said we should have two different bubble sessions in the WC season, one in like Portland and one in like Malibu and they're a month each and blah, blah, blah. But now from what I understand, there's rumblings that all these big time money Thanksgiving tournaments are putting plans in place to have people come out, have the teams come out 10 days, two weeks before to quarantine, make sure they're good and then play the tournament all on one site i think i think those work i think that does work um unfortunately those sites aren't gonna make the same type of money like sure uh, like maui is not gonna make but at the same time i don't know how the tv money tv will set espn there's so much so much money espn makes over thanksgiving week um, and as far as we're concerned, we're going to Orlando or we're scheduled to go to Orlando. Is it, yeah. Bubble, is it, bubble a, city. Yep. So I'd be all right with that. I think it would work and it, it'd be kind of, at least it gives us an option. You know, I'm trying to look at it in an optimistic way. Like it gives us an option to play since I think they can do it. If we have a bubble and even in conference play, I think you could do different conferences for, you know, I, I, that's how I'd. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, my, so Pac-12 came out and said, we're not playing anything until January 1st. And, you know, they were the first ones to say it's going to be conference only too. So I'm wondering how that factors into the NC2A's decision. Whereas we completely counteracted that by saying, not only are we going to play before January 1st, we plan on playing an out-of-conference game, at least one. And like you said, I'm sure it's not just one team. I'm sure there's other teams in the works, maybe an SEC team, maybe an ACC team, which, I mean, would be sweet. But, I mean, you know, safety first and all that. And there's smarter people than you and I who are are talking about this. But but pressure is real in anything when dealing with humans. So two top programs, Gonzaga and Baylor, coming out and saying, hey, we're going to play your move NC2A. That matters. Right. Right, it does matter, and I think here's the thing about this whole – I don't know what you want to call it, but 
someone has to make a decision. And it's cool to see that Gonzaga has made that decision. Like, we, we're drawing our line and saying this is what we want to do. So it's cool that we're in the forefront of that. But, like, the NCAA doesn't want to make – no, they don't want to make a decision. Well, who does? And that's where I'm That's where I'm going. It's, yeah. like, you're doomed if you do and you're doomed if you don't. You know, yeah. like, you don't it's, – it's hard to make logical decisions because you're kind of walking in the dark. So, it's, I've, I've, it's a struggle. And you're not going to ple- – uh, you're not going to appease to everybody, I should say, you know. Yes, correct. I would also say I agree with you that the NCAA doesn't want to make a decision. It's a tough decision, but it's it's absolutely their job to make a decision. And, and that's where it's frustrating. You're like, come on, guys. Let's, let's not I mean, wait for everyone else. And speaking of pressure, I mean, what's the biggest name in college basketball? Coach K? Is there yeah. a bigger name? Oh. Yeah, so he comes out. He comes out two days ago and says, "There's no way the NC2A can financially survive two consecutive years with no tournament." And he's right. And he's. I mean, that that's a that's a calculated dude, and he knows things that we can will never know. And so, if he's coming out and confidently making that statement, I don't know if it if it's motivated by he doesn't want to see a ton of people laid off. I mean, obviously, Coach Gay's fine. But you know, I mean, just the, the game day staff, all of his buddies, all of his coaching pals across the nation losing their gigs. I don't know if he, that's just a play to put more pressure on the NC2A, or I don't know if he really thinks and, and believes and knows that. Either way, again, it's it's a it's a good sign if you're looking for college basketball this year. No, I I just applaud the NBA for making it look like it's doable. You know totally. what I mean? Yep. Yep. Obviously yeah. we'll have our own set of, of challenges, but the, yeah, they're, they're pulling off a product that looks safe and it's fun. Yeah. And it's something to watch other than dude, I've been watching cooking shows like crazy now. It's awful. You know what I watched yesterday? What did you of, get for, for no reason. Oceans, 11, oceans 12, I should say the, the one where they're in Europe with Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. I didn't get into that one. Yeah. Explain. Okay, well, anyway, spoiler alert. I mean, the movie's 16 years old. Catherine Zeta-Jones is like this Interpol cop who has authority over everyone, I guess, in all countries. And she's tracking down Brad Pitt in the gang. Brad Pitt, oh, by the way, is her ex-boyfriend. And the last 15 minutes, Brad Pitt tells her who her real father is. And her real father is like some legendary thief. And all of a sudden she throws away her whole career, her whole life. And was like, you know what? I'm just going to run around with, uh, with the oceans 11 crowd. Now I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about, well, they get bigger. Anything. They get big money. They get big well, money. I watched that cause I hadn't seen it in years. And at the end with just, with not much explanation, she goes from being the hard ass, the villain, like tracking you down to like, yeah, these guys aren't so bad. I'm with you. Anyway. Isn't that, isn't that the fast and that sounds like the fast and furious whole I'm, deal. I'm not a big fast and the furious franchise guy. Sorry. It, I had to, I, I had to kill time in Japan. So guess what? Tokyo drift. I, oh, I did all of them. I think all the way up to eight. And I just didn't understand how they went from street racers to all of a sudden like spies that could like jump out of cars. It was like you and me. And then all of a sudden we just became these 
like superhumans. That's the path, man. You want to become a criminal, a cool criminal that you're so good that once you're apprehended, the government has no choice but to put your skills to work for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're untouchable. At that point, you're untouchable. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, no, like, okay, um, isn't was the Italian job like that? Isn't the Italian job like that? No, the the Italian job. I don't even think there's a cop figure. The bad guy's just Ed okay. Norton, who. He's but, just, but, oh, but backstabber. He's a backstabber. He's a backstabber. Uh, catch me if you can. Leo DiCaprio. Yep. yep. So you just have to be really good at. If you're gonna, the, if you're gonna be bad, be good. Okay, I like it. There you mm-hmm. go. Look at you. If you're gonna be bad, you. be good. Be real good. Uh, oh man. But anywho, yeah, I'm going back to California in a few days, and I can't say I'm super pumped about it. Is it still really locked down? I haven't really left. It's locked down. It's locked down, and it's it's been odd to see Bozeman because Montana State is back to school, pal. And it looks wild, I bet. Back compared. To, <laughs> I was driving around the other day, and it's so weird seeing like college. I mean, uh, I, I believe in science. It's so weird seeing college <laughs> kids walk around. In, yeah. in big groups and, you know, hanging out in the front yard, frat house style. Well, they're, they're from Montana, so their immune system is extremely, like, extremely strong. So that's how they can get – that's how – that's their only justification, I could say. Speaking of superhumans, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's see uh, – because I think Montana was a hot spot a little bit ago. Let's see <laughs> oh if – let's see if – they were able to get through the, the fall semester. Because it wasn't North Carolina. North Carolina did something like that, right? Well, Liberty, yeah. And they went back to school back in March. They said, screw it. We, we're going to pray away the COVID. And oh. the, the, the president had to resign. Well, and that goes, back, that goes back to the NCAA, right? What we were saying. People have to make it like – Everyone has to do their own little thing to see if it works or not, right? Yeah, I guess in in in, in some way we're just we're, we're all th- lab rats. We're throwing we're throwing gum against the wall, right? To see what is that the expression? Oh, I think it's throwing S H I T against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> I've never heard that expression. What? Don't shit against the wall, see what sticks. No, I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever. You got me there, Jack. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It. Uh, I here we are. We we do the same goddamn thing every week. I don't know. <laughs> but, it, but yeah, it's 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 just a unique time, man. And like and like you said, you're just going, and everyone has to everyone has to try it out and see see what works and what doesn't work. That's the only way we can get through this, you know, yeah. trial by failure, I guess. What, but I mean, unfortunately failure means people are dying in this, That's, or, in this case. Yeah. We're not making, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, stakes are high. The stakes are high. They are high. And I don't know. Yeah. Um, question for you. What have, what have, what have you start watching in the last couple of weeks? Dude, did you watch that new HBO? Yeah. Good. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, the um, Sunday, the, like, 
the horror movie one yeah the horror movie. hold on i gotta look it up now what is it called it's um i for i've actually talked about it twice this morning at work really i've forgotten it both times it's uh, entertaining i'm finishing yeah, my show love, alone lovecraft country um lovecraft country yeah lovecraft it's 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 good it's great it it's is not, it's unlike anything i've ever seen before yeah and i don't know where it's i hope it's not like lost you know what i mean yeah no because i'm pre- like i think there is a novel okay i so i think there is there is a baseline that they're they're going off of they're not just making it up as they go because lost lost me Speaking it, of, it seriously lost me. Speaking of Lost and Lindelof, have you ever checked out uh, The Leftovers on HBO? Leftovers? Nah. Um, it's good. It's like the rapture. It's all of a sudden 2% of the world, 2% of the human population just disappears and there's no explanation. And it's just how the world goes on after that. Like some people just want to pretend like, hey, you know what? Whatever. We keep on keeping on. And half the people are like, wait a minute. No, this is a, we need to figure out what the hell happened. <laughs> what? Yeah. What, is, is, it a, is it a comedy, dark comedy no. or uh, serious? There's comedic parts, but it's definitely gotcha. a drama. It's, gotcha. it's, and it can be, a bit, it, get, it gets dark sometimes. Okay. Well, no, I need that. I definitely need that. I'm finishing the show alone, not alone. alone. Have you seen that? I, that's the one I was telling you about. It's, it's like Survivor Man, but they go out into the woods and film themselves yeah, the dude, um, there's a dude not far from Spokane who ends, I, wait, I won't ruin it, but he kills a goddamn moose. Have you seen it? Have you finished it? Uh, dude, I'm, I'm all about that show, man. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I listened to the winner on Joe Rogan. Oh, dude. And that person, male or female, I don't know, had, uh, had wild stories to tell. How, well, have you seen the new, uh, you have Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the newest season is on Hulu right now. The dude, I'm I'm just gonna say, dude or lady, <laughs> got to be equal. Um, stabs a muskox with a knife, like a charging muskox or a like, docile, timid muskox. No difference. No, an injured muskox that he hit with a bow, uh, and and then the muskox is still running, and this guy is like running with a knife and just starts stabbing it and then runs off into the woods and then runs back. Boom. It's crazy looking, man. I got a question for you. How big is a musk ox in comparison to your run of the mill ox, your standard issue ox? Ooh, Ooh, I'm not sure. I, I feel like they're the same size as a cow. Okay. Are they meaner? What's their temperament? I don't ask, know. Yeah, these are these are billion dollar questions. These are billion dollar questions. On that note, not billion dollars in terms of like killing muskox at point blank range. Speaking of Hulu, you know what I've started watching? My wife's been watching Jersey Shore, so please. Incorrect. Um, Lonesome Dove. What is that? Buddy, you are a cowboy. And you've never heard of Lonesome Dove? No. It's widely, it's widely regarded as like the godfather of the Western genre. Really? It's a show? It's a five-hour miniseries made 
30 years ago with Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Duvall. Diane Lane is like a hot 20-year-old prostitute. It's, it's magnificent. And what happens is these two lifelong best buds, they're just grizzled old guys. One is super by the book. He's a hard ass in Tommy Lee Jones. And one, Robert Duvall, still drinks every night. He plays poker. He goes to the saloon and he has, he has fun with the ladies of the night upstairs. And they come across like this big, like a, a thousand head of cattle, right? And they're for one last payday. What? For one last payday. And there's people, they, they didn't exactly get the cattle legally, strictly, strictly speaking. So they have a certain amount of time to get the cattle from southern Texas, right by Mexico, up to Montana. How did you get into this? Buddy, Lonesome D. Check it out. Give it a Google. I, all right. Hey, tweet that to me so I won't forget it. Lonesome Dove. I can't believe. Yeah. There's gonna, I bet Kip, Mayor Kip. Oh, I'm he, sure. I bet he's seen it six times. All the way through. Kip throws these movies out at me all the time. And I'm like, what? He throws me these movies that are always made in Spokane. Uh, what was the the wrestling movie? It's a wrestling movie. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, damn it. I was oh just talking my, about this one too. Oh, it shot, it's a wrestling. Yeah, it was in, shot in, in the onion. Central. It was shot in the onion. The bar, if you go into the Onion today, the downtown Onion, you could recognize yep. the bar from Vision Quest. Vision Quest. That's it. I watched that, that movie like five years ago. Only be, I have no interest in wrestling, professional or otherwise. <laughs> Vision Quest. I have, yeah, odd name for a wrestling movie, a teenage wrestling movie, who's, who's oh. Asian, who's not, <laughs> not Native American. And that's there's, the best part. And there's no, there's not like ayahuasca involved in the movie or peyote. Oh, man. I watched it. Uh, have you seen it? No, I refuse to watch it. I it's, 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 I mean, people from the 80s who saw it when they were teenagers probably love it for their own reasons. I watched it five years ago. It's weird and it's kind of rapey. He's Wait, like, <laughs> yeah, at one point he's like into this girl and he's frustrated as to why she doesn't see him that way. So he thinks he needs to be manly and he like throws her down on the ground and like mounts her and she like kicks and get, gets him off. And guess what? Later on, he wins her over. So that, but that doesn't work now. We're in 2020. Oh, he, he mounts her against her will. <laughs> And she just brushes it off as like, hey, you know, dudes are dudes, guys being guys. So it's not a good look for Matthew Modine, the star of Vision Quest. I thought, wasn't he, was he trying to show her a wrestling move? Boom. I like it. Maybe he got confused. Maybe he, she made eye contact with Schmidt, you know, give me the, the whole movie's about wrestling. You didn't. It's a coming of age tale, Rob. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a misfit. <laughs> who's just trying to make a name for himself in high school. And, you know, he thinks if he can have, if he can establish himself on the wrestling team, he'll have self-worth. Um, uh, and uh, much of the movie is just training montages completely ripped off from Rocky of him trying to lose weight. Gotcha. If, you, if you think I'm lying, Vision Quest lovers, uh, you know I'm right. You know, I'm, you know I have a good point on that one. Lots of shots of him running across the Monroe Street Bridge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't a movie filmed in Spokane when we were at school with Cuban Gooden Jr. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. He was in town, like having a good time. 
Yeah, the movie was terrible. And I heard years later, because we were in college, but I heard from, from media personnel that, you know, there was availability and it was like, hey, come get an interview with QB Gooding Jr. He'll talk about Squid Game, blah, 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 blah. Apparently he was blacked out drunk at every, <laughs> at every media availability and was like getting really weird with the female reporters and stuff. Well, so, I didn't need to know those details. If you're if you're wondering whatever happened to Cuba Gooding, maybe he <laughs> maybe he drifted before the Me Too movement ever came about. Yeah, I, nice. and again, I don't. This is just I don't know. Just, I'm just, just a couple of guys, a couple of girls talking talking Cuba here. I don't know. We don't know what we're talking about. No, no, exactly. What are we talking about? We're 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 just your average Joe Schmoes, you know. So. I, I mean, in conclusion, Rob, I think you need to check out Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove. That really sounds like a Prince song. Like, should, Lonesome Dove sounds like a song Prince would have written or sang. Yeah. Prince could not be further away from what this movie's all about, but I hear ya. It's So, all right. Lonesome Do you, Dove. Yeah, it's on, it's on stars right now for all of you who want to check out Lonesome Dove. Lonesome stars. Dove. All right, I'm writing these down, Jack. Lonesome Dove. Yeah, I mean, it's five hours. So give, give episode one a go. And if you're all in, I mean, episode one is the base work. They apprehend the cattle. You get to know the characters. And then you're off and running. All off right. and running. And anyway, I, they, they end up right here in Gallatin Valley where I'm at. I'm at the end of the road. That's where it all circles back. And it always circles back to you, Jack. Mm -hmm. It's all about me. Oh, man. Okay. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'll, I need something good to get involved in and just sit down and, like, watch. Yeah. But it's so hard to watch right now with the weather being so nice here. You it's know? overcast today, isn't it? Pop that on. Yeah, you might be right. Throw a ball into the kids' room. Have them entertain themselves for five hours and knock out some that never happens them entertaining is my house getting just shit canned like yeah. they just destroy when they want to entertain themselves i all of a sudden let me like, like if the house is silent like it is now while we've been doing this podcast the house has been really silent and They're i'm terrified yeah oh dude tearing something up do they get along for the most part when they're playing they get along when they're destroying your property. They're, yeah, when it's when it's up to no good, they're getting along. Yeah, but but when it's like, hey, we can't just play together and share each other's toys. That never works. Yeah. Never. No, no. I don't think that. I mean, I'd be alarmed if if they did get along well. Kids aren't supposed <sighs> to get along well. No, they just adults the don't get along well, Rob. I've come downstairs and I've witnessed my kids hockey punching each other like the canadian came out of them hockey punching what's the dip like holding a holding the jersey <laughs> yes holding the jersey with one hand and and going at it with the that's awesome that's an efficient but, way to punch dude it, well you the whole point because i had hockey buddies on my high school basketball team the whole point is you bring them in sock them and then you push them back right mm -hmm. and then you just keep doing that the whole time it also helps keep your footing for both guys because you're on skates after all. Yep, yep, yep. You said a year or it feels like years ago, months and months ago, the smelliest athlete, a hockey no, player. No, no question. 
<laughs> Dude, those guys are animals. I'm sorry. Hockey players are animals. Uh, I guess it, it makes sense because you're out there and you're sweating and you're also getting like the wetness from the, the ice on you and stuff. And then you go put all that stuff in your locker and don't touch it for a day. And it's just it's going to mildew Dude, up. Yeah. It, or like hockey equipment. Like if you, if you have any hockey buddies – and they bring their they can't bring their bag into the house. It's just I promise you, they, it it just I promise they are the nastiest. I, I'll say this on record: hockey players are the nastiest people. Boom! You heard it here. Yeah, they're the dirtiest. I, I'm I, I'm sorry. I I grew up in Canada, so I know these people, and I'm not generalizing, but I am. Who? Hockey hockey you, players are disgusting. Who? Can you name a teammate or a WCC opponent who you went against who was known for being smelly during games? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. One comes to mind, doesn't it? Uh, no, no, no. Because uh, I, I think, think basketball players, no offense, are pretty vain. They're pretty aware of how they look. So I think they probably fragrance that before they get out there, right? For the Except most part. for when you play Middle Eastern countries. I, no, oh. not, not, not Middle Eastern countries. Um, Eastern European? Uh, East, Eastern European. Yeah. Eastern European. I went, we were playing, I was playing on the Canadian national team. And what team was it? And they had this huge human being. And he. No deodorant. Yeah. No, deodorant. No, deodorant. no deodorant in Lithuania. It, it wasn't Lithuania. It was like oh, I can't. It was bad, man. It and then you just don't know how to guard someone like that. Yeah, you just got to breathe through your mouth the whole game, right? You just become a mouth breather. It's just, and you don't want their sweat. It's like uh, Long Came Polly, where that guy just mm -hmm. just sweats all over you. You know, it just oh. And then you're like, dude, yeah, and you're just like, dude, you you got it, man, you got it. <laughs> I just, you know what, I'll, I'll just, you you won this battle. Whatever you did to get this dirty, you're fine. But those guys are also the same people that like tape their own ankles before games and stuff, and smoking oh. a cigarette at halftime. So yeah, there's just no infrastructure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there's but no like, rules. No some rivalry. of those teams when you'd be playing, like we'd be playing those international teams and you'd look and you'd see like their coaches are all having a meeting at halftime, smoking a cigarette, talking about the new game plan. You know, I've had, I've heard where coaches of, they go before every, every game, their team meal is like wine before games. Yeah. yeah just, it's... yeah. Just get a good old buzz on before you start but they don't drink to get hammered like we do in america right they drink to just get a nice little buzz and then be european you know warm the heart a little bit yeah 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 be european be european god bless it god bless that eastern block oh dude yeah but they they some of the best players in the world come out of there man and yeah. like they and it's that's why philip was so skilled man if you look at it are you suggesting that Philip didn't wear deodorant? Hmm. No, he. He's not. I'm. I'm just connecting the dots here. No, I'm not saying anything like that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. I think so. He was fine. But um, 
Yeah, dude. It just, those guys are so skilled over there. They play from such a young age and then they develop and then some of them stink and some of them don't. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Well said. I think that's a good place to end it. Some of them stink, some of them don't. Yep. Yep. I want to do a little shout out to a buddy of mine who passed away this past weekend. He, uh, he had a, he had an amazing car show Saturday and unfortunately he, he passed away Saturday night, but he made the car show happen, which was unbelievable. And I just wanted to give a RIP to our buddy Pig, Josh. And uh, it was a it was a good it was a good show, man. So I'm glad he was able to make his dream come true. And that being said, I'll leave you with this quote, Jack: "Dream so big they call you crazy." Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.